In every story, there is always new ground being made. The good ideas advance with time and become tropes that we use going forward. But what happens when a bad idea gains speed? Well, we try to fix it, of course, and that's what we plan to do here. Welcome to Once More with Feeling Trope Mania. Hello, everybody, and welcome to What's More Worth Feeling, Trope Mania. I am your host, Sam, along joined by one of my uh, intrepid co-hosts, uh, Noel. I wouldn't call myself intrepid, more like uh, unknown and otherworldly. Hey, you agree to do this. This makes you intrepid enough. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is uh, Welcome Back to Trope Mania. The show where we take random tropes uh, that are across film, TV, and all sorts, talk about them, what makes them wrong, how can you fix them to make them more correct, or not correct, but more uh, narratively positive. And yeah, I think that's about it. Noel, do you want to say what we're going to be talking about today? Sure. Um, so this one is about all those damned heroes walking to my damned house all the time. In other words, uh, this is about the trope of today's episode. <laughs> so it's going to be about the trope of people just sort of walking in to whoever's house, you know, like um, to, to paint a picture, right? Thursday night, right? You just got back down to your $1,400 a month uh, crappy New York apartment. Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere, uh, some dude just runs in punches another dude through one of your walls, doesn't say anything, and is gone, you know. <laughs> or or for a more mundane version of this, you know, they have a group of, like, barely legal teens walking into a random house and then ending up murdered. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's literally, literally a whole movie based off this trope, except it's a little less random and mm-hmm. kind of deserve it, even though the dude's also scummy. Uh, don't breathe. Yes. Uh, um, for those of you who haven't watched, don't it. breathe is probably one of the um, best uses of the trope I've kind of seen, because while it does it have that home invasion style, it it gives it such uh, a meaning that everybody can understand, that is personable, that it shows that our main leads that while they are criminals, they're breaking into somebody's house. There's a reason for it. And they're not inherently evil. It's kind of a do what you got to do to survive. Yeah, it's it's kind of rough because this is one of the few movies where by the end of it, you're rooting for the home invaders. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It It's basically, uh, for those who haven't seen it, think of uh, Home Alone from the thieves' perspectives, but when they go into the building... Instead of little uh, Kevin McAllister, think like Andre Chikatilo. But also blind. Yes. Uh, Actually, you know what? Andre Chikatilo isn't the right term. For all you true crime people, think of a blind Carl Pantsram that is just stalking around this house in destroyed Detroit. And the robbers stumble onto his machinations. It's a wild Uh, ride. It is. Absolutely go watch it. We actually, um, we might be covering uh, the sequel in a future episode, so look out for that. Ah, oh, um, yeah, I forgot that didn't turn out well. 
Yeah, the sequel is extreme. Uh, that's a shame. Well, I, also, I uh, feel like that movie didn't even need a sequel. Like, it was good, like, it on his own, like, just period. Like, you didn't need to do nothing. Yeah, no, it didn't need a sequel at all. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, that's that's the trope we're covering. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a trope that's used everywhere from slasher horror movies to children's comedy adventure films to most uh, most sitcoms that ever come on TV have a variation of this where uh, a folk just kind of walks in and makes themselves comfortable. Usually, depending on the genre that it's in, it's either shown as what it is, which is criminal trespassing that should be charged, or if it's something lighthearted, just kind of something quirky that the person does. It's a... I mean, you see, mm-hmm. it, you see it a lot in Family Guy and, like, for, um... Mm-hmm. For the lover of TBS sitcoms, fucking uh, Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Pretty much anything with Kevin Smith in it. I Well, I um, haven't watched a lot of the show. Uh, everybody always talks about Friends. That's a big trope in that. Yeah, it's big in Friends. It's uh, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. It happens constantly. Ah, oh, man. Um, that, that show in a while. Anywhere... Anywhere where they're in like a hotel or a apartment complex, you can you're basically guaranteed to see this trope in some oh, yeah. form. Which you but, think uh, in vers- like a hotel or an apartment complex, that is the time where you want your doors to be locked constantly. Yeah. Like there yeah, there's absolutely. no reason for people to be barging in like that. Like you can kind of get away with maybe not locking your doors in like a house, like a suburb or if you're out in the middle of nowhere, but Apartment buildings and like hotels, yeah. No, I mean hotels have auto locks. Why are they like? They do. That's weird. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. How dare you make me think? But... <laughs> You're welcome. Ah, God. But um, the version of the trope we're talking about is a little is a little darker. It's it's closer to the version that I talked about just a little, a little mm-hmm. bit ago. Um, it's this one pertains particularly to like action and horror movies, where uh, for whatever reason the protagonists think it's a good idea to walk into this clearly evil house oh yeah oh the most evil like you guys you guys already have the picture mm -hmm. in your head right it's that dark lonely house that's clearly been like out of code for years it's falling apart your house on there's no oh yeah it's like your house is on the end of the hills your night of the demons your like anything at pretty much uh Anything that would be based uh, in a Scooby-Doo episode. Actually, Scooby-Doo, that's a big, uh, like, thing for yeah. this. Like, that is every episode of Scooby-Doo. But, I mean, yeah, so <laughs> with that with that trope, you know, you've got these situations where no reasonable human that isn't, like, a ghost hunter or something, like an amateur ghost hunter, would ever go into these houses. Mm-hmm. Not just because, you know... That's fucking trespassing and it's illegal, but also because if you believe in ghosts or you believe in anything supernatural or you have any sense of self-preservation or have seen any horror movie, you know that bad shit happens in houses that are dilapidated. Yep. Your abandoned houses, your cabins in the woods, your uh, abandoned hotels, hospitals, governmental buildings, schools. (laughs) 
Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, it's something like that. Hey, let's not let's not date this by getting really sad, okay? <laughs> I I finally I finally Listen. stopped being sad to do this episode. Okay, come on, Sam. It can't date this episode. Oh God, you're right. Oh, <laughs> oh, I hate it. Oh God, this country blows. Ah, okay. Back, back on target. Back on target. Let's stop talking about sad real crimes and start talking about like fake movie crimes. Sad fake crimes. Please. Um, I don't want to think about all the people that didn't break and enter in order to save people's lives. Ugh. Okay, that just dated us. Okay. Did it though? I don't anyway. know. <laughs> anyway. Um. Disregarding that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, disregarding. Back on back on target. (laughs) So you you've got these situations where these people are doing things that no logical person would ever do for any reason outside of being an amateur ghost hunter, and in which case, I mean, you know what you're signing up for. Don't be surprised when the demon jumps out the corner and tries to lick your butthole, okay? You signed up for that. You clearly want yep. it. <laughs> I mean, hell, you paid for the package. It was in, like, listen, it's right there in your uh, in your worksheet. It's 401k healthcare uh, ghost butthole licking. Like, it's it's part exactly. of it. You paid $10 for it. It's there. You gave consent yep. by signing that. Oh, paper. yeah. Oh, yeah. But for anyone that didn't, don't go into these houses. Oh, yeah. They're clearly going to kill you. You know, um, you know what one of my favorite, most outlandish versions of these tropes are? Is when the house is something that you should not be able to get to or is so, like, ludicrous. Like, there are sci-fi horror movies where space junkers stumble upon, like, dilapidated space stations. And they just kind of walk in, being, like, all la-ti-da, and then their heads get exploded. Or, like... And actually, we can use that as a good example. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's there's this very, very obscure, very little-known video game series uh it's called dead space i i don't think Um, that's little or none well known dead space is very popular for its time that's the joke (laughs) all right fair 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 but no uh dead space is a really good example of this it's it's not a house it's a whole frigate i believe Mm -hmm. you know you've got your main character and he goes to this place that's very clearly not great oh yeah no it's it's awful um uh, especially in the second and third one, he's going here because he doesn't have much of a choice. Mm-hmm. He knows what he'll find there, and he's not terrified. And I believe in the first one, it's like his ship is the one that starts it anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's going to these places knowing full well what's happening and what's what he's going to find there. He's not uninformed. Mm-hmm. He's going there fully on purpose, knowing what's there, trying to do something. Whereas, like, rolling back to, uh, fucking, I don't know. We talked about, we talked about this before, but, um, the Friday the 13th movie, yes. right? Or, hell, we t- even better, Monster House. Oh, Monster House. That movie is predicated on this. It literally is. Forgot uh, about Monster, Monster House. House. For those of you who haven't seen this glorious movie, I believe it came out in, like, 2008, 2009. It's a movie that is exactly what it sounds like and it is its entire purpose is this trope it's to make fun of this trope basically a bunch of kids lose a ball in this very clearly haunted house 
or something. It's I think it's a ball. Yeah, it's like a ball or they something. It is something. the most dilapidated house. Like it is yeah. it is the evil and, dead cabin in a suburbia. And it's like they're clearly like there are a bunch of legends about what happened in this house, why it's dilapidated, why the old man lives alone in it. The old man clearly doesn't want anyone near the house. Mm-hmm. And then these asshole kids go uh, go out of their way to break into this man's house mm-hmm. and they end up waking up the house. Oh yeah. Because it turns out that the old man's uh, dead wife is haunting Hey, hey, it. spoiler, spoiler. This movie's only over 15 years old. Okay, calm down. Yeah, come yeah. on. <laughs> I, it, it is uh, a my, good movie. Recommend watching it. It's one of those early uh, full CGI films. So it's a little yeah. jank, but definitely worth it. You know, Very you're good. saying that it just got me thinking of like old Halloween movies. I used to watch that were like the children Halloween films that always seem to be predicated on breaking and entering. You know, the one that comes to mind that probably had the most positive outcome. Have you ever seen the cartoon network little like TV, like mini show called the scary godmother? Yes. 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 I hated the kid in the, I hated the blonde kid. Everybody hated him. Like, that that's also an that's also an early CGI movie and it's really jank, but it has a special place in my heart between like the drunk ant witch that's running around all the time and like the gay skeleton that helps. Like it's 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 fun if you have littles. I'm just gonna say that. It's it's probably not a movie that uh you're you're gonna want to watch alone. Not because it's scary or anything, but just because it's very much geared towards children. Oh, yeah, it's a children's movie. If you have kids or if you have, like, nieces and nephews, little cousins, put it on. They'll have a blast. Or, hell, if you're just a child at heart, go ahead. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, shit, shit, I still rewatch Ed and Eddie. (laughs) Hey, Ed and Eddie is pretty good. I I watched that a little bit later in my childhood, but that was pretty good. I mean, Ed and Eddie has a couple of... uh, examples of that trope with the canker sister true i forgot about them a lot of shows kind of had that they always had like their haunted house or their breaking and entering episodes like i remember old uh like kids next door episodes i actually i think if i remember wasn't there one that was kids next door that w- involved the um the, the the kids that were all talking in unison and like they broke into their mansion or something Yep. Like that, that's the delightful children from down the lane. Mm-hmm. It, I feel like that's just a thing with children's media, though. There's a lot of breaking and entering in those, and it's just kind of played off as whatever. But those yeah. kids would be getting juvie so fucking fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, there's no. I mean, let's be honest. Every child in, like, the candy crew is going to jail. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. That most kids you ever see is probably going to jail, all for different reasons. Like, yeah, uh, Ed and Eddie is just because they're all crazy rednecks. Kids Next Door, I would like to say, is because for, like, international incidents and espionage, like, they blew up an island, and so they're all going to jail, like, on a black site for a while. Oh, absolutely. Um, Billy and Mandy, I like to think, is just because they tried to do Supernatural and got somebody killed. I mean, to be fair, they own death, I think they can get out of any situation they want. I think they're the only ones safe. I mean, fair, but I'm also picturing, like, there's a scene where they're in their 30s, and they're going on, like, this Lovecraft mission, and, like, they just get wiped. (laughs) Um, Again, they own death. Yeah. You know, also, that made me realize, Lovecraft stories 
a lot of breaking and entering. There so, is, but they're usually punished. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It. But I mean, again, <laughs> there's one thing that racist knew was that he was a stickler for breaking and entering. This is true, and I mean, that's another kind of good example because the whole point of Lovecraft horror is that it drives you insane. Mm-hmm. So, like, of course, this person who has the whisperings of an elder god in his ears wouldn't think twice about walking through this clearly fish person town. <laughs> you know, I um, I actually bought, there is a uh, Call of Cthulhu-inspired like, game. I think it was from, like, 2008 or something. I bought it for, like, $3 off of good old games, and I was playing it with a couple friends watching me. And that it's fun. Because I'll be honest, as much of a horrible person Lovecraft was, I'm a stickler for his stories. Like, they are very, like, I love his worlds that he created. And that is dreary as fuck. It is. (laughs) And honestly, also, surprisingly enough, the first 30 minutes, nothing but breaking and entering. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's... I mean, shit, say what you will about Lovecraft. He hated the blacks, and he loved breaking and entering. Uh it's so true and that's what makes it funnier (laughs) and before uh anyone gets on on to me for saying that i want to point out i am black (laughs) so i would not have been safe in his movies don't worry or not movies his books i would have been one of the screaming dark skins scheming dark skins as he just uh, is it bad now I want a movie where it is like a true like old Lovecraft novel but it's just you there being like this is bullshit and like trying to like hurry the plot along and like get the hell out like uh, that'd be great come on it's just it's literally just you being like come on man we know the key's right there on the corpse just get it man and anyone who feels up to writing that movie you have my email you have our email <laughs> I will do this for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <What's> more POD. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that would make me so happy. <laughs> like I just you know what? Yeah. If we're oh. able to make enough of a good living, we're going to make an audio drama that's going to be like an old Lovecraft story and it's just going to be you bitching at everyone the whole time <laughs> and being like the only one Bet. to live. I want it. I want it so bad. <laughs> It'll just be like, I will just be the anti-trope in yes. all of them. <gasps> oh my god. We need to get a few friends together and play a Call of Cthulhu game. And everyone <laughs> plays Call of Cthulhu, but you're playing like D&D or something. <laughs> and so you like, you single-handedly live through the whole experience. But, I got you. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. So, um, <sighs> yeah, don't walk into random people's houses. You know you're gonna die. If I had to, if I had to pick a way to like make this trope work, I would make it work. Well, by giving them a reason to be going into that. House, yeah, like you know? you, like a good. You reason. need to have like maybe they fall through a, a hole in the ground into the abandoned mine, or yeah, like. Or somebody drags their little sister into the house, so you have to go in. Like, it, right. it, there has to be something other than curiosity that drags a person and, into the situation. 
And don't pull a Leprechaun Origin and, like, just let some dude lead you into a house after he just shot into the fucking grass. <laughs> in, like, a, in a house with, like, a whole bunch of bars and locks on the outside of the door and right. so much bullshit. Like, a house that is clearly isolated. Yep. Don't go into isolated houses unless you that. Have that's the moral. I'm about to say, that house was <laughs> nothing but, like, murder and bed bugs personified. And <laughs> it was... I could feel the itchiness. I know, it was... Whew. You know, that's the reason that they didn't have sex in there. That's the reason they all, like, either fell asleep or were reading their books. Is because <laughs> this wasn't the time know. nor the place. I don't know, man. T-1000 might not, might just not have a dick. Yeah, he he probably didn't. And we established that What's-His-Face was very obviously gay. <laughs> what? I, did we settle on gay? I thought we settled on asexual. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, we said gay for a while and that we're gay lovers, but then we we realized that if uh, the other guy was a robot, then this dude just had to be completely arrow and just was like, no. <laughs> He's just going along with it to go along with it. I am attracted to education. <laughs> I like my books like I like my women. Like a not book. Not trying to fuck me. <laughs> not trying to fuck me. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Okay, everybody. This has been... Uh, I. This has been What's More With Feeling Trope Mania. Thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate it. <laughs> We do. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, you'll most likely be getting this episode after um, the drop of our next episode, but fear not, because we got more of these on the oh, way. Oh, yeah. We love you all very much. Um, thank you so much for watching, especially uh, you, that one dude, and I think it was Bulgaria? Yeah, here, one sec. I, I, have it, I have it pulled up here, I think. Yeah, it is one feller in da, 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 in Belgium specifically Brussels Belgium. so thank yeah. you specifically thank you yeah. awesome. why do you watch us <laughs> I, I just want to yeah. know I don't know where you found us but thank you like we really appreciate it, it it's thank you specifically you're awesome I'd give you a little smooch on the cheek if I could or a fist bump if you're more in oh it. yeah Mr. Mr. Brussels himself, you're. We would like to know you one of these days. We would. Maybe maybe one of these days we'll fly out to Brussels just to meet you. Dude, that would be but, amazing. Um, <laughs> if we had that would, kind of money, yeah. holy shit. Well, I guess if we had yeah, that money, uh, we'd been... be able to pay for rent. Uh, huh. yeah. Well, bye everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this has been once more Trope Talk. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our show. If you have any questions, feedback, or suggestions for future movies, reach out to us at oncemorepod at gmail.com. That's oncemorepod with a capital O, M, and pod. So long, and until next time. Thank you.